Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We all know that free speech is under attack in America. We all saw how the government intervened heading into the 2020 election, trying to stifle the Hunter Biden story. We also saw during COVID how the government intervened to try to censor dissent on COVID. So we're going to talk to a woman who has fought for free speech before the Supreme Court. Three cases, in fact. Her name is Kristen Wagoner. She's the CEO and president of Alliance Defending Freedom. She just won a big case for free speech, a huge victory that was just handed down. Uh, The case is called 303 Creative LLC versus Ellenis. Lori Smith, who she was the main counsel for, is a Christian graphic artist and website designer who believes in traditional marriage. We're going to talk to Kristen about that case, free speech in America, and why more Americans don't support free speech today. We've seen sentiments change a little bit, particularly among young people. So why is that? Stay tuned for Kristen Wagoner. Kristen, thanks so much for coming on the show. This is the first time uh, you're coming on, so I appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me. What's it like? This is the third case you've argued before the Supreme Court that we're about to get into 303 Creative LLC uh, versus Ellenis. What's it like to argue before the Supreme Court? It's a great privilege. I think that any lawyer that has argued before the court, regardless of their ideological perspectives, would have to concede that those nine justices are the best and the brightest. And it, it's sort of like 
a lawyer Super Bowl. Um, you want to be at your peak and you know that you'll get great questions and that the justices will thoughtfully consider the arguments. Tell us a little bit about this case. What started it? Break it down a little bit for us. Sure. Well, Lori Smith is a creative artist. She and launched her career as a graphic and website designer working for, of all people, the um, or of all institutions, the government of Colorado, which is who she ended up suing in this case. And then as she began her career, began to realize that she wanted to be able to own her own business and design websites that were consistent with her beliefs, that promoted projects and ideas that she felt like should be promoted in the public square. So she launched 303 Creative, and that's a website and graphic design firm. They create custom websites for all kinds of different projects. In 2016, she wanted to begin to expand the business into custom wedding websites, and Lori had a front row seat to see what Colorado's position on that would be as it was aggressively prosecuting Jack Phillips of Masterpiece Cake Shop during that time. And Colorado said that if an artist was creating custom speech that would promote their faith's view on marriage between a man and a woman, that they must also accept and create custom messages about weddings that they disagreed with and that violated their faith. And so Lori filed a case against Colorado claiming, arguing that the law was unjust and unconstitutional, and that went to the U.S. Supreme Court. It seems like a lot of these cases are, are coming out of Colorado. <laughs> Why? Just because there are a bunch of, you know, commie liberals or what's the deal? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, you know, I, I do think it's unusual, the aggressive posture that Colorado has taken in these cases, not just in Lori's case, but um, for the last 12 years, including in Jack Phillips' case. Jack is now on his third case involving this issue. But it, it wouldn't be true to say it's only Colorado. A number of left-leaning states are misusing non-discrimination laws, and they're using them as we weapons to silence and punish those who have a different view of sexual ethics than those in power. So we have cases involving photographers and bloggers and filmmakers and calligraphers and painters. And some of those people even face jail time if they don't create messages that violate their convictions. And what's it like for, you know, Lori Smith or Jack Phillips to go through this? I mean, obviously they're slandered, they're smeared, they're labeled as bigots. What's this been like for them? It's horrible. Um, you know, even since the victory at the U.S. Supreme Court that we had a few weeks ago, which was a broad victory for everyone. Uh, Lori has faced all kinds of death threats and, and just horrible things. And I think the media has misrepresented, not unintentionally, but actually intentionally misrepresented what the court's decision was and the facts of Lori's case, because Lori serves everyone. She designs messages for people from all walks of life. She has clients who identify as LGBT right now. She always makes her decisions about what speech to create based on the message that she's being asked to speak and to create. 
And that's a distinction that's very important in this area of the law. It's about the message, not the person. Why do you think the media goes to such lengths to distort and, and smear in these particular cases? In particular, I think there's an effort to delegitimize the Supreme Court, and there is an effort to ensure that anyone who believes marriage is between a man and a woman, or who ascribes to the traditional sexual ethics that are articulated in all of the Abrahamic faiths, that if they can compare those people to um, bigots and suggest that it's not about the message and malign them, they'll somehow be able to silence and shut down the debate on these issues. You've been following uh, this for a long time, free speech in America. Is it under attack? It absolutely is under attack. And thankfully, the court said in the 303 creative decision that no one can be forced to say something that they don't believe. Lori didn't just stand for her own rights, but the person who identifies as LGBT and who's a website designer. This protects her rights as well, not to have to create a message that violates her convictions. Or even we can think along political ideology lines, because these laws, some of these laws cover political ideology. Had Lori lost her case, a Democrat or a Republican could be forced to have to write speeches for the opposite party. And lastly, I'll just say, at ADF, we're an international ministry. We have about 450 team members and we're around the globe. We're mainly known for our U.S. work, but by having a bird's eye view in the world as to what's going on, we are the last country in the Western world that is resisting the kind of government censorship that is blanketing Europe and Canada, New Zealand and Australia. So we have to stand for free speech in this moment. Why do you think there's been a shift, uh, as you've you noted? What do you think that stems from? You know, I heard a quote the other day. Um, I think it was from Archbishop Chaput, but I haven't been able to, to validate where it came from. But it essentially says something to the effect of evil preaches tolerance until it becomes, until it has power, and then it turns into coercion or something like that. And, and I really do believe that we're seeing right now, um, some are misguided, but others are intentional about it. Those who are in power try to use the law as a weapon to silence, punish, and censor enemies. And in that vein, I think it's important to realize when you look around the world, the first thing that tyrants do is shut down the right of free speech because it prohibits dissent. And that's what this is about right now, is whether those in power will be able to use the law to silence dissent and to shut down debate. Do you think any of it aligns with a decline in religion in the country? I think that the the effort to coerce people to violate their convictions about sexual ethics does have something to do with the decline of religion. I also think that we, in, in some quarters, have begun to translate fundamental rights into any right that has to do with the desire that we want and that it's okay to silence other people that don't agree with us. Um, so I think historically, religious principles have taught us, the Judeo-Christian model teaches us that free speech is an inalienable right, religious freedom is an inalienable right, and it extends to everyone, not just those who believe. And we're seeing an effort to sidestep that right now and abandon those tenants. We've also seen a media that behaves more like state-run media versus, you know, independent, the fourth estate, which it has been more so, you know, traditionally, but not as of late. How big of an impact do you think that has had on free speech in America? I think it's having a tremendous impact. I mean, the First Amendment applies to what government does, and that's an important 
principle that we need to make clear. This case was about what the government could do and how they could use the law to censor someone. But we're also seeing this sort of cancel culture moment where other powerful institutions like the media are refusing to carry other viewpoints. They're refusing to um, essentially engage in what would be more objective truth-telling. I think one great example of that is after the 303 creative decision, Nadine Strassen and I, for example, wrote an op-ed together. And Nadine is the former head of the ACLU. We could not get a major outlet to publish that op-ed because they simply didn't want to cover a former head of the ACLU, a current head of the ADF saying, this decision is good for everyone. Well, I, I can share that pain. I, I was shopping an op-ed about not getting vaccinated. And it was, I think the Washington Post either responded with good luck or stay safe. I think it was stay safe. <laughs> and I, I responded, you too. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't think they would take any op-eds from me in the future. You know, how big of a concern uh, do you have? Obviously, the Supreme Court is under attack right now. You know, the left would love to pack the Supreme Court. Uh, You know, the justices have literally had their lives threatened, uh, you know, assassination attempts against Justice Kavanaugh. Uh, How soon until we have a a packed court? I hope we never have a a packed court. I mean, what's striking about this is, you know, there have been a few years now lately where we've had decisions that have protected rights for everyone, free speech for everyone, even those who disagree with Lori. That's what the court stood for in this decision. And the progressive left seems to be losing their mind over it. Um, and, And it is deeply concerning that they are abandoning the principles that have really been time-tested, that we have honored in so many past historical moments. Um, As the 303 Creative Decision says, it looks back 80 years to the height of World War II, where we protected speech that wasn't um, necessarily promoting national security or promoting uh, America, and we protected that. We've protected so much speech over the years that we've disagreed with, because we know that we put up with speech we might consider offensive in order to explore and pursue truth, but also to curb government authority. And if it's a choice between freedom and giving the government the power, I'm choosing freedom every time. Throughout history, and look, when authoritarians take over or communists take over, and one of the first things they do is they they control the media, they control the flow of information, and they also control what people can say. Absolutely. There's a quote from Frederick Douglass, um, you know, and that's during the abolitionist movement way back when, and, and he's warning even then that, you know, free speech is so essential to self-government and that it's the first thing that tyrants take away. Quick commercial break. More with Kristen on the other side. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. 
Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I worry since COVID, there was such an effort to shut people down, to censor, whether it was, you know, these big tech companies, but also the government collaborating and, and working with big tech to, to stifle voices, to stifle opposition or, or people, you know, challenging the accepted narrative or even with the Hunter Biden story. You know, talk a little bit about that. Well, you raised it earlier in the sense of, you know, we have the First Amendment that, that stops the government from censoring speech. And that's what the three three creative decision was about, but we also have other institutions that seem more than willing to misrepresent what's happening in the world to fit a particular narrative. And instead of reporting on the news, there's an ideological purpose that they have to being. And I think that's harmful. We can see even during COVID, some of the narrative that shifted and, and that now many of us believe wasn't actually true and the harm that that causes. We know that when we have free speech and we can enter into public discourse, that's an opportunity to test ideas, to debate ideas, and to expose lies. And we all benefit from having more information. So it does great harm, regardless of what our views are on COVID or vaccinations. If When we have that information limited, the truth limited, even if we think it's, it's um, you know, not, we don't necessarily agree with it, that gives us less information on which to make our decisions. And that's harmful for all of us. How do you change 
perspectives. How do you change uh, opinions on this? You know, particularly when you look at young people, uh, they more and more believe in censorship. I think it, it comes down to what we're teaching in our schools and more than anything, what we're teaching at our kitchen tables with our kids. You know, parents have abdicated their responsibility, I think, to, to teach their children these fundamental principles that have served humanity so well and served this nation so well about why speech matters, about why truth exists, and that the First Amendment is a golden rule that we have to protect the freedom of others in order to have freedom ourselves. And that lesson seems to have been lost um, in recent years. But I don't think it's too late. I mean, at, at ADF, we have the privilege of training the next generation of, of law students. And, you know, I see the passion that they have on these issues. And my hope is that it's turning around. And we're also working to ensure that parents continue to have the right to be able to teach their children consistent with their faith. What led you to, to work for ADF? Well, it actually, I was in private practice for about 16 years in Seattle. And it was two cases that I think for me as a person of faith that I believe God used in my life um, to just get me to take that jump into the, the nonprofit world and do this work full time. And one case was called Stormins, and it involved a fourth generation family-owned business that was a pharmacy, and the state of Washington was trying to force that pharmacy to dispense abortifacient drugs, even though the pharmacy was willing to refer patients to some 30 pharmacies that were within five miles that carried these drugs. Um, and then it was also the Arlene's Flowers case, which involved a Washington florist who was designing all kinds of arrangements for a customer who identified as gay, but when she declined to design custom arrangements for his wedding, the attorney general of Washington didn't just sue Baronell's business, which she'd had for 40 years, but sued her personally, putting her personal assets at risk. And I thought at that point, I wanted to jump in full time because it was so apparent to me that people of faith were being vilified for the beliefs that most of Western civilization has had since the dawn of time. I think social media plays a role in some of this, you know, new age vilification in the sense of it really creates sort of this mob mentality. Uh, and also, I think people are afraid to not go along with the program. You know, everyone's wired to just want to, to go along with the mob and, and the mob isn't necessarily a majority. They're just the loudest voices on, you know, social media or, or what have you. Absolutely. I, I was... Um I think the first real experience I had with the mob was at Yale Law School a couple years ago, and I was there to speak on free speech with the leader of the American Humanist Association, and we were there to model civility to the law students, to model that we can disagree on a lot of different issues, but that we stand together on how important speech is. And a student mob of about 120 um, engaged in some really horrific conduct that it, we were eventually escorted out by police to a police car. And experiencing that in that moment, I can totally understand how um, people can be afraid when we're resulting to threats of physical violence. And even in social media, when your name is drugged through the mud, um, as has happened to Lori Smith and frankly to her lawyers in the last two weeks where just outright lies have been told about us. And to not have the ability to get word out on what the truth is, because either no one will print it um, or the AP runs with the story that's just factually incorrect. 
What do you think law schools are teaching now about the First Amendment? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have no idea. <laughs> I shouldn't say that in the like to make a coherent theory out of it is just difficult. I can tell you what I see them modeling, which is they don't model that golden rule. They don't model the fact that when we are exposed to ideas that we dislike, it can actually make us better. It can make us sharper. It can help us understand truth more. And so, especially in the law schools, we're seeing students that are simply unable to engage in debate and they, they can't debate, which makes me wonder, how can you have a justice system that works if you can't tolerate someone that you disagree with and you can't point out why they're wrong? All you can do is physically threaten them, shove them down and call them names. Well, I, I worry that we have law schools across America that are pumping out future lawyers, future Supreme Court justices who don't believe in the Constitution, the rule of law or, or, or anything that holds this country together still. It is concerning. And my only hope is that, you know, out of the Yale Law School, there were a couple of other incidents right in that same time period with other conservative speakers on law school campuses. And the schools had to start to respond and defend themselves and federal judges starting putting pressure on those schools to say, you're not teaching these students what they need to be zealous advocates and to meaningfully participate in the judicial system. So I hope that that pressure continues and that they again return to first principles on why the First Amendment is so important. But I am concerned, and you referenced the need for sort of courage against this cancel culture mob, and unfortunately we don't see that very often in university administration. They are some of the most weak need of officials right now in, in this country. Well, and it's, it's also hard for students who believe in, in free speech or who are conservative on these campuses because you have the college administrators, you have the teachers, you have you know other students. I mean, you're, you're essentially an odd man out uh, on campus. I'm sure it's brutal. It is. We litigate more cases on behalf of students than any other um, conservative public interest group that, that I've seen. And there are some 450 victories that we've had, but they just keep coming because administrative officials will not abide by the law. And so conservative and religious students have to stand up for their rights. And even when we win, they will try to change the policy back or a new method. For example, we have a, we had a couple cases this year where they have agreed to enter no contact orders against students who have articulated conservative or religious viewpoints, suggesting that there are microaggressions when someone you know utters a conservative viewpoint. And we have got to beat that back and ensure that universities pay a hefty price when they suppress the speech of students. But students have to have more courage, too. And, and it's hard to sue your school. Well, I mean, we saw that recently with the affirmative action case. Uh, I can't remember specifically what Harvard said, but they basically put out a statement saying they're going to skirt around what the Supreme Court had said. That's what they do. And, you know, this issue of qualified immunity, which is probably taking us down a, a rabbit trail, but there's essentially a concept in the law that says, you know, the government officials can't necessarily be held accountable monetarily unless they have violated a very clear ruling or a very clear law. Um, and we're trying to establish those very clear rulings and very clear laws so that it hurts 
when the government violates our rights. And that's a principle that I think those on the left and the right can agree to. That's actually a part of the, the second case that I argued before the court had to do with if your constitutional rights are violated, but you can't really put a price tag on it, can the government just get off? Do they just get a free pass? And the court said, no, there are no free passes to violating constitutional rights. Kristen, is there anything else you want to leave us with uh, about the First Amendment or, or free speech in America? It's worth standing up for. I, I, so many times I think we, we want to stand, first of all, for our own right to speech. But we need to understand that in order to protect our right to be able to speak and live and think consistent with our beliefs, we also need to stand for the rights of others in this space. It, it isn't a rule that goes one way. But it's worth protecting because we don't want to be forced to betray our conscience and we don't want to be forced to say things that we don't believe. It benefits everyone. And I think the last thing I would just say is read the decision. I would encourage people to read the 303 creative decision, the narrative that the Associated Press and others have put out about, well, it might be a fake case or it's not a real ruling or it hurts or discriminates. It's just not true. And when you read the decision, you know that. Kristen, appreciate the work you do, uh, President of Alliance Defending Freedom. Thank you for what you do and, and thank you for winning. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It's our privilege. That was Kristen Wagner with the Alliance Defending Freedom. Appreciate her taking the time to come on the show. Appreciate you guys at home for listening. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together, as always, every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. Feel free to drop us a review, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, take care. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, this new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 